This is Cosmic Coffee Time, the place where we take a look at what's happening somewhere in the universe in about the time it takes to have a coffee. It's cosmology in a cup. So grab a coffee and see where in the cosmos we're going this time. I'm Andrew Prestige, and you can get all episodes of Cosmic Coffee Time wherever you get your favourite podcasts. Follow us on Twitter for some special content, and if you want to request an episode topic, send us an email at cosmiccoffeetime at gmail.com. Links are in the show notes. As space fans, we all love the moon. Sometimes we just step outside and there it is waiting for us. This is part four in our moon miniseries. Last time, we took a look at the spacecraft that travelled to the moon without a crew. This time, we're stepping up to the crewed missions of the late 60s and early 70s, the Apollo Project. We spoke last time about the Ranger Project. That made a lot of observations about the surface of the Moon. While all that was going on, the Apollo Project was being developed in parallel. The ultimate goal of Apollo was, and I'll paraphrase President Kennedy, to land a person on the moon and return them safely to the Earth. And that is exactly what it did, times 12. Apollo started with a lot of research and development. The low point of the entire project came early. It was the Apollo 1 fire. Apollo 1 was a launch pad countdown simulation test on the 27th of January 1967. During the test, a fire broke out in the command module, which tragically claimed the lives of astronauts Gus Grissom, Ed White and Roger Chaffee. Apollo 8 built on all of the hard-won lessons of the people, projects and tests that went before it. Apollo 8 was the first mission to send people to another astronomical body. On the 21st of December 1968, astronauts Frank Borman, Jim Lovell and Bill Anders rode the massive Saturn V rocket on their way out of Earth orbit and into the influence of the Moon. They orbited the Moon ten times. While they were there, Bill Anders took that iconic photograph of the Earth rising over the horizon of the Moon, Earthrise. Apollo 9 was a test flight in Earth orbit. Apollo 10 was a full-dress rehearsal with a flight test of the lunar module at the Moon. This set the scene for Apollo 11. And, spoiler alert, the first human moon landing and moonwalk. Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin and Michael Collins blasted off from launch pad 39A of the Kennedy Space Centre on the 16th of July, 1969. Four days later, after a bit of a scare with low fuel and an overloaded computer, Armstrong and Aldrin's lunar module made contact with the Sea of Tranquility. The lunar module Eagle had landed. Six and a half hours later, Armstrong and Aldrin were suited up and ready to take a walk outside. The first thing Armstrong did was collect the contingency sample, a small sample of lunar soil to have in case they needed to abandon the moonwalk. Aldrin joined him on the surface. The astronauts set up a flag, 
They had a chat with President Nixon and set up some pretty cool experiments. There was the seismometer to detect moonquakes and a retro reflector as part of a laser lunar ranging experiment. And you can still use that today. And there were the all-important moon rock samples. Apollo 12 was another success, bringing back a component from the uncrewed Surveyor 3 lander that we spoke about last time. Apollo 13 was almost another disaster. Two days into the mission, an explosion in the service module almost ended the entire mission. Jim Lovell, Rusty Swigert and Fred Hayes had to use the lunar module as a lifeboat to get back to Earth. The moon landing was abandoned, but the astronauts splashed down safely in the Pacific Ocean. Alan Shepard was the first American in space and also walked on the moon in the Apollo 14 mission. Another success that returned Big Bertha, one of the biggest lunar rock samples returned. Apollo 15 pioneered the iconic moon buggy that we're familiar with. The lunar rover covered 28 kilometres on the lunar surface, taking Dave Scott and James Irwin to places they would never have been able to walk to. The Apollo 16 moon buggy covered about the same distance and helped John Young and Charlie Duke collect nearly 100 kilograms of lunar samples. It's funny how the different generations saw the moon landings. In David Sington's film In the Shadow of the Moon, Charlie Duke talks about how his father was born just after the Wright brothers and he could hardly believe that Charlie went to the moon. But Charlie's son Tom was five at the time and he didn't think it was any big deal. Apollo 17 was the final moon landing mission of the Apollo era. Initially, Apollo's 18, 19 and 20 were planned, but cancelled. Apollo 17 had three moonwalks. Gene Cernan and Harrison Schmidt drove their moon buggy a staggering 36 kilometres. The final moonwalk ended after seven hours on the surface. When those astronauts splashed down on the 19th of December 1972, it brought the prime Apollo mission to a close. Surely nobody thought that 50 years would pass without another human setting foot on the moon. But still, maybe it was kind of a miracle that people have been there at all. Remember to check out the Cosmic Coffee Time Twitter feed, And if there's something in the universe that you want us to take a closer look at, send us an email. Links are in the show notes. Thanks for joining me. I'm Andrew Prestige, and I'll see you again soon for another Cosmic Coffee Time.